0: Well, hey, good morning. It's uh, Wednesday, October 20th, 2021. Wednesday, October 20th, 2021. Uh, PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. Uh, Those four words, uh, that's what you Google to find me. Uh, Tell your friends, Google it, Political Views TV Podcast. I'll show up right at the top of the search. I truly appreciate you. I truly appreciate you. I know that you know that I get up real early in the morning, and I go through all the news, and... Yeah, cherry pick here and there. Some stuff, you know, like that news about Kim Kardashian. I don't really give a crap. (laughs) Anyway, if you can, please bring someone uh, along tomorrow or today and tweet to me questions or insights or fights at Cyberclops. Let me know if I'm a sociopath. Uh, We'll get to that in a little little bit. Um, The U.S. House Select Committee investigating the insurrection voted last night to recommend criminal prosecution for Trump's former chief strategist, Steve Bannon, after he defied a subpoena related to their inquiry of the January 6th insurrection. Uh, The select committee approved the contempt of Congress citation uh, unanimously, sending the report to the uh, Democratic-controlled House, which is expected tomorrow to authorize the panel to go to court to punish Bannon for his noncompliance. So there you have it. Uh, That'll be Thursday, Thursday. Yeah, tomorrow. Now that I have your attention, let's try and fix the world. So much to do, right? Be an active voter, by the way. The more people who actually call their congressman's office, that, that call their assembly person's office on the state level, those people are the ones that change the world. If you do nothing, if you say nothing, your voice is not heard. Think of it this way. If a congressman gets 20 phone calls one way and zero phone calls the other way, he's going to say, oh, most of my constituents think that way. But it's only 20. They don't get that many phone calls. So your voice actually is very powerful if you call your congressman. Today, Senate Republicans are again dug in, ready to block uh, a sweeping voting rights bill today—a move that will significantly escalate pressure on Democrats to do away with the filibuster, which won't happen because of Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema. Uh, the uh, the bill, the uh, Freedom to Vote Act, would impose significant new guardrails on the democratic process and amount to the most significant overhaul of U.S. elections in a generation. <clears throat> uh, and. and Really, it would, it would help fix that, um, what was it, 2000 and 2011 decision or 2013? I forget. By the Supreme Court. Um, it would require every state to automatically register voters at motor vehicle agencies, offer 15 consecutive days of early voting, and allow anyone to request a mail-in ballot. It would also set new standards to ensure voters are not wrongfully removed from the voter rolls, which Republicans just love to do in a black and poor neighborhoods. Uh, it would protect election officials against partisan interference and set out clear alternatives that people who lack ID to vote can use at the polls. It would also outlaw gerrymandering. Uh, you, can, you can see why Republicans want to block it. It would allow too many legal votes. It would stop cheating and it would protect minorities. Of course they want to block it. <clears throat> Last night, Ilan Omar accused Joe Manchin of openly sabotaging Build Back Better, which is at the center, of, of course, of the Democrats' effort to revitalize the economy for the middle class and reign in destruction caused by global warming. With reporting overnight uh, that the White House had agreed in principle to drop the top-line number of the reconciliation package down to $1.9 trillion, a number that progressives Initially staked for a ten-year program at ten trillion, uh, later six trillion, and then three and a half trillion. Omar said it was time we all recognize what Manchin is doing, and she's right. Uh, I mean, if we can do the one point nine trillion for five years, that might be a plus with a uh, <clears throat> with an ext- a possible extension in five years. Omar's tweet was in response to um, reporting that Manchin, as recently as yesterday afternoon, had still not budged from his offer to drag the overall price tag of the legislation down to $1.5 trillion. She tweeted, <clears throat> He is going to lower the number every time a reporter a- a- asks. It's a joke to him. He isn't negotiating. He is killing the bill, and it's time we all recognized it. Sadly, his shameful tactics will cost his constituents much-needed investments for themselves and families. And she's right. Uh, All he has to do, all Joe Manchin has to do is say, I need my constituents taken care of. I need renewable energy. I need West Virginia as a hub for renewable energy. I need a factory put there. That's all he needs to say. I need a couple of factories put here. And they would do it for him. Uh, Representative uh, Pramila uh, Jayapal, Pramia Jayapal, I'm going to have to check how to uh, pronounce that, Uh, chair of the Congressional Progressive Caucus, warned people against focusing on the top-line number, but voiced optimism following the White House meeting she and other progressives attended with Biden yesterday afternoon. Uh, columnist uh, Wajahat Ali said the reduced ambition expressed by the White House yesterday is thanks to the butchering of mansion cinema and the greed of their corporate lobbyists. Yep, that's right. Uh, let's add to this. Just a little something to piss you off, huh? Well, while they're doing the, the cutting of the programs and the Build Back Better, while they're they're cutting the hell out of it, Something that would actually help people while they're cutting all that out. A Senate panel on Monday approved an annual Pentagon budget of $725.8 billion, handing the U.S. military $29 billion more than last year, and $10 billion more than requested, with no objection from Manchin or Cinema, the so-called conservatives that want to pay for anything. And by the way, this Build Back Better plan... It's not really, we're not really gonna have to pay for it because it's going through reconciliation. That means he has to pay for it in reconciliation. That's why the reconciliation process is so difficult because everything that comes out of there has to be paid for either by raising taxes on the rich or by getting income here, by shifting money here, You have to pay for it first. It's not even necessarily new money. Ah, this is so annoying. Uh, Yesterday, the FBI raided a Washington mansion linked to the billionaire Russian oligarch Oleg Deripaska uh, as part of what the media reports described as a court-authorized search. It was not uh, immediately clear why the search had taken place, but the raid appears to be the latest setback for Deripaska, who has sought to have his name removed from a U.S. sanctions list. Uh, The Treasury Department imposed sanctions in response to Russia's sweeping campaign in 2016 to meddle in the U.S. election and to various cyber attacks. If Trump was uh, um, president right now, this would not have happened. Of course you know that. so who is and and might i remind you how much uh putin knows he can manipulate trump to do anything he wants because all he has to do is stroke his ego (sighs) moving on so who is running your government i guess it depends on which country you are right uh, fascism has been on the rise around the world. Socialism isn't really a threat, but fascism certainly is. Multinational corporations make deals with other nations for power. And the latest is Pfizer pharmaceuticals. Pfizer has used its position as a producer of the, uh, of one of the leading, uh, COVID-19 vaccines to silence governments, throttle supply, shift risk, and maximize profits through secret contracts with countries around the world, and that's according to a public citizen report published yesterday. The new report begins by noting uh, February reporting about accusations of Pfizer, which is, by the way, that Pfizer is an American pharmaceutical giant, uh, that they bullied Latin American governments during contract negotiations for doses. Public citizen obtained unredacted term sheets, drafts, and final agreements between Pfizer and Albania, Brazil, Colombia, uh, the Dominican Republic, the European Commission, and Peru. The Consumer Rights Advocacy Group also examined redacted contracts with Chile, the U.S., and the U.K. The Brazilian government complained earlier this year that the company insisted on unfair and abusive terms, but ultimately Accepted a contract that waived sovereign immunity, imposed no penalties on Pfizer for late deliveries, agreed to resolve disputes under a secret private arbitration under the laws of New York, and broadly indemnified Pfizer for civil claims. I I mean, I guess I can understand that last part. Brazil also agreed to non-disclosure provisions similar to those found in contracts with the European Commission and the U.S. government. <clears throat> the report points out that Brazil must first get a go-ahead from Pfizer to accept donations or buy its vaccines from others. So if the U.S. said, oh, oh, we want to donate some uh, vaccines to, to them, Pfizer would say, no, oh, no, 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 you got to buy them. Uh, the country is also barred from donating, distributing, exporting, or otherwise transporting the vaccine outside Brazil without Pfizer's pre- uh, permission, while the U.K. contract requires that disputes are settled by a secret panel of three private arbiters under rules of arbitration of the International Chamber of Commerce. a Chamber of Commerce, by the way, any chamber of commerce is pro-business, it has nothing to do with the people. Uh, The report says the Albanian draft contract in Brazil, Chile, Colombia, Dominican Republic, and Peru agreements require the governments to go further with contractual disputes subject to ICC uh, arbitration applying New York law. Pfizer required Brazil, Chile, Colombia, the Dominican Republic, and Peru to waive sovereign immunity. The report highlights uh, detailing that the doctrine, can sometimes protect states from companies trying to enforce decisions reached by the previously noted secret arbitral panels. Some of the contracts enabled the company to request that courts use state assets as a guarantee that Pfizer will be paid an arbitral award and or use the assets to compensate Pfizer if the government does not pay. So basically, the, the government is required to give up its country. Parts of his country. Maybe some land or something. Who knows? If there are vaccine supply... uh, That's if there are vaccine supply uh, shortages. In the Albania draft contract and the Brazil and Colombian agreement, Pfizer will decide adjustments to the delivery schedule based on principles that the corporation will decide. The report notes concluding that under the vast majority of contracts, Pfizer's interests come first. Of course. public citizen calls on world leaders, especially Biden, to push back against Pfizer's negotiating tactics and rein in its monopoly power. Of course, his reigning in of corporate power may depend on the U.S.'s own deal with Pfizer, But according to Public Citizen, the Biden administration can call on Pfizer to renegotiate existing commitments and pursue a fairer approach in the future, as well as further rectify the power imbalance by sharing the vaccine recipe under the Defense Production Act to allow multiple producers to expand vaccine supplies. But we'll see if that happens. So, after the loss of Colin Powell, uh, we, we talked about Colin Powell on uh, Monday. Politicians everywhere were mourning. But how does a sociopath react? Uh, now, I, I, I throw around the word sociopal, uh, sociopath quite often when Republicans act in a sociopathic way. But doing things that are sociopathic could mean you just lack a moral center, right? The true test of sociopathy is how one reacts in a normal situation. Um, the classic example is a woman who goes to a funeral and meets a guy who lost his father. They sit down at the funeral and have a wonderful time talking. Uh, they get an emotional connection or something like that. Uh, the next, uh, next week, she murders his mother. Why? Because she wants to be able to sit down next to him at another funeral and have another funeral great connection conversation because she likes him. That's why he murdered her mother. Uh, She murdered his mother. Uh, Yes, I know you've heard the story with the genders reversed, but I wanted to be inclusive. Women can be sociopaths too. I, I, I know because I have a lot of sisters, so we know this. Mary Trump who has a doctorate in psychiatry Has herself Made the case that Donald Trump is a sociopath I'm not pointing I, I'm, Excuse me I'm just pointing to the proof About a day After the death of Colin Powell Donald Trump proved again That he is utterly incapable Of empathy Common decency He's incapable of seeing what people feel. It's impossible for him. And that's different from social emotional agnosia. Um, Actually, uh, in social emotional agnosia, they have trouble reading how people feel. But once they do understand it, they feel deeply. But in sociopathy, even if they read it, They don't care. Trump said in a statement released yesterday morning, Wonderful to see Colin Powell, who made big mistakes on Iraq and famously so-called weapons of mass destruction, be treated in death so beautifully by fake news media. Hope that happens to me someday. (laughs) He uh, He was a classic rhino, if even that always being the first to attack other Republicans. He made plenty of mistakes, but anyway, may he rest in peace. So what did other former presidents say? George W. Bush said, Laura and I are deeply saddened by the death of Colin Powell. He was a great public servant, started with his time as a soldier during Vietnam. Barack Obama said, General Powell was an exemplary soldier and an exemplary patriot. He was at the center of some of the most consequential events of our lifetimes. Bill Clinton said he lived the promise of America and spent a lifetime working to help our country, especially our young people, live up to its own ideals and noblest aspirations at home and around the world. (laughs) Compare that to what Trump said. Powell was openly critical of Trump. He voted for Hillary Clinton in 2016 and Joe Biden in 2020. And of the dark direction, the billionaire businessman was leading the country. He was very critical of that. And so Trump saw Powell's death as an opportunity to get back at him. And took it. Now, as far as Trump's statement. Hope that happens to me someday? Me too. I hope it does. Is this week good for you? Now, I'm now I'm curious. Does that make me a sociopath? That's it. Thanks for listening. Wednesday, October 20th, 2021. Wednesday, October 20th, 2021. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me And I'll show up right at the top of the search So um, I really appreciate you coming It's very nice of you to come every day It's so nice of you Bring someone with you today or tomorrow if you can Uh, Under 20 minutes That's not so bad Short one today Maybe more tomorrow We'll see All I gotta say is Yeah Tweet to me your questions Insights or fights At CyberClaps C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S Let me know Am I a sociopath? And remember always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. I'm Peter Lawrence reporting from Los Angeles.